Hello and welcome to another episode of Not For Nothing. We are here in New York, as I always like to say, apparently, in these new episodes. <laughs> um, but She says it because she's she's actively made a commute to come here. Yeah. So she's like, wow, I'm in New York. And yeah, I'm so like, I took the train here. <laughs> and I love, we've been doing this new thing where it's like literally the day after I arrive is recording day. Right. So I'm always in like my, I just got here. <laughs> um, but it is always exciting. It is. And I can't believe we get to see each other on the East Coast. So frequently I never get over that part. You're probably yeah. the person I see the most because I 100% I see you for recording and then I don't leave my parents house. Yeah. So. And well, that's about right for me as well. Yeah. I just don't leave my house other than work. So. So I'm like, yeah. cool. I This is my socializing. Yep. But. OK, so. Can we talk about guys haircuts for a minute? Please. OK. Have you guys if, if you guys have been around any younger boy between the ages of like 12 and 23 mm-hmm. they all have the same haircut or lack thereof it's oh, like no, it's a haircut no it's like they think it's a hairstyle but it's it's just not it's not it's a mop head but it's not the mop head in the way that like a young justin bieber had with like the flipping hair yeah it's a mop head in that it's like a shape up on the sides it's totally cleaned up but the top is long curls it's i don't get it they all look the same every single kid every single race all boys between that 10 to 12 year demographic and i don't know where it started like who is their inspo like what right. is the photo they're bringing into the salon or if it's all hairdressers that have just like banded together to create this trend but I feel it's like pretty bad they might be using their classmates as their reference photos truly <laughs> they might instead of searching celebrities they might literally be going on instagram and being like give me this haircut that someone else in their class has it's a lot, but I honestly, I've always wondered this. Like, I don't envy being, I mean, I don't envy being a young girl either. That sucks. But like being a young boy, I never understood what hairstyles like they have or exist. Well, I think it's time we bring back the mushroom cut. Where it's like. Yeah, that was a classic. Yeah. There's no way the first boy you had a crush on didn't have a mushroom cut. <laughs> I'm like thinking back. Mine had like a triangle cut. What is the triangle cut? Like he had curly hair that, and just like left uh-huh. and it was like cut short. like So a pyramid head. Pyramid, yeah. Triangle, <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> um, wow. Pyramid head. That like the only, there was like a science teacher in my high school that had a pyramid head, but like there were no students really that had pyramid cuts. He was the only one and he really didn't like, and now he like has his hair short and is like exponentially hotter. Oh yeah. And I'm like, damn, I really... You missed your period of time. I I was with you at a at your ugly phase. Right. So you're welcome Damn. in a way. He glowed up. He glowed up post me. So I guess that is helpful. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I am not not a fan of the buzz cut. Like mm-hmm. if I had a boy child, mm-hmm. I would just shave the head. Really? Because there are so many. have a weird shaped head? That complicates things. You'd be surprised how many guys have weird heads. Yeah, that's there's a lot of guys refusing to go bald because they have weird shaped heads, even when they should. I never even thought of that. There's a lot. I just think about the wars I used to go through as a kid with my mom. And I'm like, I wish I just had no hair because, yeah, there were so many knots and you had to like learn how to condition and the curls were unmanageable. It wasn't easy. Speaking of curls being unmanageable, said children with these mop heads. Yeah. Some of them are getting perms. Mm. 
to make their hair curly. That's the that's the videos I've been seeing. Are the young kids getting perms? I haven't seen Boys any videos about specifically. it specifically, but I've heard it from the kids themselves. That's so nuts, and I can't even imagine being a hairdresser and being like, "What you want a perm? You want a curly perm? First of all, what is this? The eighties? Secondly, you as a boy, not to like live in the binary right now, but you want a perm for your mop head? No, that's so bizarre to me. I mean, to each his own. Enjoy the mop head while it lasts. Have you seen the meme that was like, "I just want to hire someone with a haircut like this to walk around with me and just say like." Um, shit i lost the lead here it was like basically like a young kid being like facts <laughs> like a kid like i'm like wow <laughs> imagine that little 21 year old with a mop head being like facts Absolutely Every not. <laughs> yeah so i think it's time for a new era of male haircut we're retired of the mop head yeah but i think it goes with what we were saying in a few episodes ago about the shortage of hot men yeah and it's it's because the style and the haircuts are just wrong to my liking. It is. It's so true. I've also been seeing a surge, and maybe it's my specific taste of men, but my For You page lately has been a lot of men that are doing menswear videos. And remember how we said in previous videos, we were like, men, menswear right now is extremely feminine. Yeah. Like, it's not exactly, like, speaking to you know, I guess what a woman traditionally would look for. And like, they're kind of dressing. It's fluid. Very fluid, but in a way where it's like, this is just like not really a cute outfit. Yeah, like I'm seeing too many big pearl necklaces. Yeah, and so many flowy pants. Yeah, which like always screams dirty to me. Really? Not like harem pants, not like- Oh, not, not like, like the trap boys pants. <laughs> oh. Like the Wookiee uh, pants. Oh my God, like tapered at the ankles? Yeah. No, no, no. No, okay. Nope. Because no. I'm like, that always feels like mm. more Sopranos coded, more like I see, like loose like slacks, loose dress pants. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of hot. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. That's where actually this is heading. Yeah. Now my for you page is all of these men who are dressing as if they are extras in the Sopranos. And I'm like, yeah, that's not it's almost like you're cosplaying every day. So that's where I draw the line. Right. Where it feels inauthentic and you're cosplaying and you're wearing like a white tank top with a chain and the slacks correct exactly and you and are dress from, shoes and you are from like minnesota some of them are from new zealand yeah like I'm, I'm not even kidding i'm like if you've never met an italian person in your life <laughs> <laughs> not from italy an right. east coast italian person right no these people aren't even in the country yeah then, then <laughs> i dropped the line yeah it's it's actually insane but i'm not opposed to male jewelry i think it's like, i it actually can be attractive. like it no i like it Unless it's a cross, then it's a little more problematic <laughs> for me. <laughs> Get down with it. I'm like, that's going to be a harder one to explain to my parents. <laughs> um, okay. So m merging off of this menswear yeah. thing, which is crazy because, and then I saw some comments under these things actually before we change topics that are like, why is nobody bullying you? In the comment section, I'm like, this is fucking hysterical. <laughs> but I'm curious. Maybe we're just not trendy. Like, let us no, know. No, we're maybe absolutely this not is... trendy. I know. Yeah. For sure. Like, we wear basics. Literally. Like, at most, <laughs> our our most insane out there outfits, we're like, look, I got a new flannel. Like, I'm like, literally showing Sarah. Black shirt. <laughs> I'm like, look at this black turtleneck I just got from The Gap. <laughs> I'm like, wow, love it. I just want a similar one. <laughs> but, okay, so. Over the past two years, music trends have changed. 
Yes. So I think before the past two years, the most popular genre of music was like hip hop. Yeah. Past like two in our, years. In our youth, you mean. Is that what you said? No. Uh, prior to the past two years was yeah. hip hop. Yeah. Not in our youth. Like growing up, hip hop was big. Yeah. But I don't remember. I don't know if it was like number one. And it wasn't like there were boy bands and stuff. And it wasn't then. like the good hip hop, but there was a lot of like we grew up with like Eminem and yeah, yeah, you know, but but not like the icons. Yeah, but the past two years it's been pop, which yes. I'm like, okay, Taylor Swift, your Olivia. girl Olivia Rodrigo, love me some your Olivia, girl, um, and some Billie Eilish. I'm a little bit jealous, like of the past generations though, because our prime party years was spent with the biggest genre of music being EDM. And you're mad about that? I'm pissed. Actually furious. I, that was like our party years. Yeah, but I would rather have partied to something else. But this was funny. The other day I heard a Daniel Powder song on TikTok. What a throwback. And I was like, whoa, I haven't heard this album in a minute. So then I started playing it. And then I was remembering how we used to literally like party to Daniel Powder. Don't say we. <laughs> I was not involved no, in that. No, but like if it was at a school dance or something, yeah. like people would rock out. At a like, school dance. But I mean like real party years. Real party like years. Where you doing drugs. It, and it like, was 100% EDM and I'm not mad about it because I was I'm a huge rave baby. No, I hated it. I'm like looking back and I'm like, really? We were waiting for the beat to drop. Like, oh, it's so cringe to me. I'm just like, there's not a time in my life where I think I'll hear an EDM song and be like stoked to hear it. Now less so, but I don't know. I was pretty, I was pretty hard into it. I went I to a it. lot of EDM shows. I would like not even, you know, there's like EDM shows and then there's like um, aspiring DJ EDM shows. Right. I like went to those two, like where there's maybe boy, like boy. 10 people in the crowd. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I've been following your music on SoundCloud. Like, That's crazy to me. Yeah, like that was a different era of my life. I've definitely seen like Borgor in like Jersey, like in Atlantic yeah. City. And I've like, like my friend, my roommate in college, my first year, my, which is my friend Christina, she um was heavily into EDM and her yeah. boyfriend at the time was too. So like I would go with them and party and I'm like, I'm like, I'm vibing right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm having fun and partying. But the setting would be a hundred times better if there was different music. Yeah. And I feel like it also depends on which there's like, I was not a dubstep gal. Oh my God. It was mostly dubstep. I can't. And that's a very, I hate to say it, but like Long Island thing. Oh, I went to school on Long Island. Yeah. That's, it was hell. Like I remember going to dubstep shows at Webster Hall. Yeah. Like in the basement. Uh-huh. And it was all Long Island kids and like New York kids who are just like so angry about the world on so much Adderall. And that's a type of EDM I don't love. It's really bad. It's um, really bad music. But I will say this is the most cheesy. I was really into like Tropical House, which is oh, like. That's like the ska music of, of electronic. Kind of. Yeah. Where they would <laughs> like do like covers of like 80s songs. Okay. And like electrify them okay i see what you're that's saying. like a fun party time that's kind of fun um i also loved pc music which was like okay. a very weird era of electronic music with like Sophie. i don't hate it like that was cool that was like very dystopic like super electronic computer high-pitched sounds i'm into that too and i and i love when that go uh transcends into rap music too yes that's my kind of vibe and i do like 
I like deep house and I yeah. like like all types of like dark techno and stuff too. But like dubstep, I'm down I was to rave, not. I wasn't into dubstep like dubstep and like classic EDM, like the huge EDM artists. I was that just I like, can't do. I've never been to like a. Actually, I did. I didn't go to like a Diplo per se show, but I I went to a festival where Major Lazer performed. Okay, I like Major Lazer, and that was cool. So that's like you know, but Major Lazer is different because it was also a Jamaican influence. Exactly. And like yeah. But it was like dance hall. Yeah, exactly. I loved Major Laser era. That was my gym playlist was all Major Laser. But I've never gone to like see Dead Mouse or like Skrillex. Skrillex. I Calvin went, Harris. I've never seen Calvin Harris. I did see Armin Van Buren, which was cool. Same festival. Did he pass away, Armin? Uh, no, uh, I think Avicii passed Avicii. away. Avicii. Who was also at that same festival. Um, so like that's fine. Uh-huh. But I'm seeing all these TikToks about like these John Summit, like everybody's like going to these like mega, like huge arena calling it. It's not a rave if it's legal. Let's be clear. Right. A rave. It is, should be in a warehouse. 100%. And it needs to like not have a permit to be there. Right. Like that's what if not, it's a concert. Right. Like exactly. if you're buying your ticket on Ticketmaster, it's a concert. Yeah, you're doing like supervised drugs at that point. And like <laughs> there's security. Right. Like it the whole goal of a rave was that like it's just first of all, there. no social media. Right. Like a lot of it was like secret and very heavy on the drugs. Yo, I don't remember if you were too young for this, but do you remember the Xander experience? I personally did not partake. I but, also didn't partake. But I remember that being like a thing. So, like, it would be, like, party on the bridge. Yeah. And, like, boom, everybody would show up on the bridge and they'd be doing DJ sets. And that kid was so young. He was actually my age. That's crazy. And he went he went to Murrow. And um, just a, a lot of people I knew, like, the heavy party kids would go to those shows and just, and the parties and just pop up that day. Yeah, like, crazy. I, had, I had a that friend. That was MySpace times that yeah. like, they would promote on MySpace. I had a friend when I was maybe, like, 22 or something that uh -huh. was doing... These were pretty fun. He would like take over different random spaces uh -huh. and do like little mini raves. And those were pretty sick. Like we did one on, do you know, like on East Broadway where the F train is? Uh-huh. There's a laundromat right there. Oh, so, isn't it a, a speakeasy laundromat? No, it's like a straight up laundromat. Okay. But maybe now it's a speakeasy okay. too. But so back in the day, he like took it over to do a little rave. That was pretty funky. That's very dope. And then the Russian bath which is like my yeah, favorite spot. Yeah. And he like rented it out for the evening and we No way. And so they like turned off all the saunas and shit and so we were just like re that was that would be fun that for was pretty nuts. A silent disco. Because yeah. each room you could have a different DJ if like the sauna's off. Yeah, so that was like kind of the weird part where it was like one floor had one music and yeah. so you could kind of hear Webster Hall used to do that too. Ugh, where yeah. different DJs different floors. Webster was an era. <laughs> but pre-reopening webster but this is my favorite topic and i can't wait to get into it with you what would you wear to go to these parties oh so during these years oh god so many flashbacks of bad outfits um first of all i used to curl my hair well if it wasn't pin straight which yeah. it still is to this day um and would you brush out the curls no no i'm here i'm learning like, about this on tiktok like irish step dance curls <laughs> we used to go out with like you could still feel the heat from the iron right and it would almost you'd put the hairspray on before you curled obviously so it would crisp Crunch. curled <laughs> yeah um but i remember wearing like tacky huge fake diamond studs like the ones i wear all the time bigger 
<laughs> bigger. Like I'm not joking. Like yeah. ones like that big that are almost like old lady esque. Yeah. Um, things like that with like remember the bow era. <laughs> I'm not Putting out of bows. my bow era. Okay. <laughs> coquette now. <laughs> That's what's so funny. All these people wearing bows again, and I'm like. This is a throwback. <laughs> this is is a scene kid um, moment. I haven't worn bows recently, but I still have some of them. I don't have them anymore. I gladly got rid of them, but it's so funny. And the statement about. jewelry. Statement big chunky it bracelets. Had, like I would wear like random like chandelier like hanging earrings, mm-hmm. you know, and you would like match the color to the fit yep. and like usually match it with your big chunky ugly ass necklace. And your pencil skirt? <laughs> obviously. I wear the pencil skirt, the blazer, pinstripe was obviously pinstripe was so big. So in. I even remember I had a yellow and black striped pencil skirt. The best was the peplum tops. Oh, Peplum tops were never a style that worked for me. I don't think it worked for me. I don't think it was working for me, but that was so hideous. I was big on that was like my party shirt was a little peplum top. It's funny how that was the going out top or the little like silk cami top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the the lace. Oh, my God. With the lace. uh, (laughs) It was I just I hate that I still own these pieces. I, I have some of them at my mother's house. I remember. Like. Remember now when they're like, oh, this is a way to transition your corporate outfit into your daytime outfit to your nighttime outfit. There was, no transition. Then, there was no transition. It was cool to be with your big ass work tote at the club. Exactly. And granted, if I was to go to a club, I would bring my huge purse anyway. Regardless. It doesn't go anywhere without me. But like, yeah, that was the Birkin. <laughs> I was, was wearing, the Birkin back then. I was wearing blazers to the club. Every time. I was wearing I multiple blazers. Who has that many blazers? Now I only, I mean, I have like. I have a few blazers, but like I'm hardly ever wearing a blazer. I rarely wear them, and they're like pretty more on the funky side, right? Um, but no, I I had like a fitted navy blazer, a fitted gray blazer, right? I would wear heels, like me too, big ass heels that I could not walk in. The heels used to have a platform at the top of the heel too, obviously. So the ball of your foot was platformed, and then the six inch heel. You got to have the platform for more height. What the hell was that? Why was I six foot four in the club? The wedges. I love a wedge. I you love know, a wedge. Circling back to but a wedge But not a wedge at the club. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in fucking wedges at the club. Dude, that was like a fast, like, it, I would say those, the 20 teens were worse than the 80s. We were tackier. I'm just so grateful that, I think that's why we are so into basics now. <laughs> right. Because. We it, neglected them so hard before. We just need a reset. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like traumatized from what I dared to wear in public no more corporate club wear please and you know what i have to say i still like it's 2024 now yeah i mean (laughs) since the pandemic i don't think there has been a defined sense of fashion for anyone but they're starting to be now yeah like now i'm seeing these like especially because i'm like around young people in school yeah i don't know what the fashion is anymore like i'm seeing them try so hard at these tiktok trends what is the fashion like can you name one piece or style that you see big for women is the matching athleisure sets but is that really new not at all no but now i'm seeing it everywhere like not even just for like oh this is my workout or reset day oh you're saying more on the athleisure side rather than a tracksuit Oh, yeah, I'm talking like a sports bra color that matches your, like, right. the aloe set. Right. Or the Lulu set. Right. They should be bullied. With the With the little jacket that goes with, like. Right. 
I'm like, this is just uncomfortable. You know that this is for exercise. Right. Or for relax. It is not for going out to dinner. I'm down. I think the whole world should dress more casually. Agreed. But (laughs) I also enjoy dressing up, dressing up, but like then dressing down. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Like changing into pajamas as soon as you walk into the house. I love that feeling. Perfect. Feeling. And I've been trying to like dress up for class so that I have that moment of like loving myself when I put my sweatpants on yeah. versus being in sweatpants all day and it makes me hate it. Yep. I agree with that. So a three hour dress up per day. I don't miss like going into an office and dressing up. My first corporate job, we had to keep a pair of heels at our desk for meetings. Luckily, I've never worked anywhere that required heels, but I did wear blazers and we had to wear blazers yeah. to meetings. Like, that's so crazy. And then we would go to the club after. And then we'd go to the club. <laughs> okay, so nail trends. Yes. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, oh, um, I'm trying this new nail trend. It's called water marbling. And I was like, I feel my skin just falling off yeah. of my face and my wrinkles forming in real time. Water marbling. The first time I tried water marbling, I think it was like 2009 or 2010. I was definitely in high school. Yeah. And I remember, you know, we weren't, I didn't come from a household that like we, this person's coming over. Like people weren't really coming into my house and yeah. I wasn't really going to people's houses either. But I would be like, I'm going to Starbucks. And my mom would be like, okay, you know. So me and my friend Irma, we went, my my Porsche. I, I, she actually called me her Porsche the oh other day. God. And I was like, thank you. I, I agree. That's I am very your Porsche. Cute. Um. I'm sitting with her in Starbucks and she was the one who put me onto water marbling. This was like, if you followed the early YouTube gurus for beauty, yeah. you would learn about these techniques. So we got a water from Starbucks. Hey, can I please have a, a large water? Obviously. You know, <laughs> we took like our four nail polishes that we brought, put a couple drops in each one. And we were trying to do water marbling on our nails to get that perfect marbled look. The cup spills over. Obviously. <laughs> While we're there. So we're like, oh. Actually, it was actually a bottle of nail polish that spilled over. So it was like purple glittery nail polish. I remember it. That's terrible. Clearly. Yeah. At the Starbucks. At the Starbucks. But it was like, um, it's weird. It was like, they closed it off recently. But it's a Starbucks that had almost, it was semi-outdoor seating. It was almost like a greenhouse okay. attached yeah. to the Starbucks yeah. where you could sit like along the window yeah. bar. So we were over there and... In that section, the whole floor, like it, the bottle hit the floor and went like sliding across. The whole thing was covered in purple glitter nail polish. And I did what I could to pick it up with a napkin, but. You can't. You need acetone. You need acetone. And we obviously didn't think ahead with yeah. mar- water marbling either to clean the rest of our hand off when we tried this thing. But the technique failed. It's really for advanced nail people. Or not. Or people who have tools and the money for tools. Or it just doesn't need to be a thing. It's ugly. Um, Use a sticker. But do you remember in the vein of water marbling, and I'm scared to see this come back, and I've seen a few TikToks, the magnetic thing? I actually like magnetic nails. But do you remember, like, I forget which brand it was, and it came with, like, a little magnet. Yeah. And then you could do but it never worked. I only do magnetic nails at the salon. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. the at-home magnetic, like, it was a fallacy. Even worse than that, I've seen... The black nail polish that cracks on your nail. Yeah, like those were all the trends of our younger years yes. that you would buy at Dwayne Reed. It's coming back, but I think it's coming back because scene kids are coming back. Which I'm not mad about. The the I'm resurgence not, hey, of I'm emo. Not 
not excited about it. Really? No. It's ridiculous. I like, saw two real life emos at my college or school university. Really? It was crazy. I hadn't been near like a true like the chains, the big pants, the hairspray like wow die i was like this feels like i'm in back in hot topic and it's 2005 these people are in their early 20s and they're young yeah those two that i saw it was like at the panera and i was like you clearly are like freshmen in college right like you're gonna realize not to like still it's like going into hard launching in college as an emo is like that's a a bold move it's a lot well maybe it's because they went to a super preppy like high uh, college that like people weren't alt really maybe they're just from florida the emos? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's... Are emos big in Florida? I feel like it's definitely a place where it would make more of an impact to be an emo. If you're an yeah. emo at your school in New York, like, everyone's like, whatever. Like, But there were so many in New York. Yeah, that it's so normalized. Right. Like, you're not really standing You're out. not you're really doing, like, the subculture. true emo, like, I'm breaking norms. You're just dressing, like, true. 30% of your class. Right. But there you're like, you're really standing out. You're the one pale kid amongst like a community of like people who go to the beach. Very true. Amongst tanners. Amongst tanners. Whereas LA, I think, has more emo because there's like the whole like punk rock and roll scene from like before. Wow. Wow. But it was I hadn't been near real emos in a minute as a self-proclaimed elder emo. You're an elder em. Wow. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to learning some fashion techniques this year it's crazy Maybe i'll stop wearing flannels and basics but you just need to wear to be trendy today you just need to wear what you wore in middle school which i don't fit in anymore but like you know what i used to wear in middle school uggs and sweatpants uggs but with like ultra mini pleated skirts like gray and i also Obviously. had a thing in sixth grade where i wore pink every day it's just like who who even was i i'm stunned Baby pink? pink, baby pink, yeah, not like bright pink. You actively were purchasing pink items. I was exclusively wearing pink, pretty much. I've ex- pink and gray. I've exclusively worn black since I was like really maybe seventh 13. grade. I went. I started being emo. I loved Punk everything emo. green before. Really, and then now like all black or gray. Well, it's it's been all black or green for me for years. <laughs> so you're like basically. Right. I mean, look at your literally yeah. just green and black, green and black. <laughs> yeah, I wish the handles came in black. Yeah, I like it. It's a little different. Yeah, little but nice it's truly terrifying. We need innovation in fashion and beauty because I'm bored. I'm so I don't bored. even know how to shop. And then also, like, we're getting older, so it's like, but I don't want to resign to being, like, a boring old person. That's my eternal dilemma. When do I finally accept I'm old and boring? Or should I still be embracing my youth, which I'm trying to do? Like, I want to embrace my youth, but I don't feel like there are cl- there's clothing yeah. available for people in that middle And I don't want to be corny. Yeah, exactly. Like, I definitely don't need to be sh- shopping Wild Fable at Target, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked there. <laughs> It's all freaking crop tops and and mini skirts and like I'm past that. Yeah, but I'm not physically, (laughs) physically and yeah, everything. Yeah. So let us know where we should shop because we are at a loss. We're going to start embracing coquette. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I'm going to start putting a pink satin bow on her wrist. I know. I was thinking about doing that, coquetting my, my house. I should coquette my salmon. 
Oh my god, you should. Right. Uh, in your phone. Yeah. Um, but while we go on our coquette adventures, <laughs> we will talk to you very soon. Yep. And this has been a pleasure as always. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at How Can I Help You. Follow the pod at Not For Nothing Pod. You can follow me at Natasha PRZ. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.